Welcome to Global Answers. Please join us as we discuss the relevance of God's eternal word relating to events in this day and what it means to you. And now, your host, Jeff Jenkins. Warm greetings. We're so glad to be with you again, as I have been stating in former broadcasts. These are probably some of the most exciting bits of material that you're going to be hearing. We're really, truly excited about uh, not only the Bible, but the topics we're talking about right now in the book of Origins, the book of Beginnings, the book of Genesis, the seed chapter. We're talking about the original sin talking about so many things, Uh, the tree that uh, Adam partook of with his eyes wide open in order to try to stay with his wife, and then the tree that Jesus died on later, uh, he became our sin for us. But we're going to find out what was that tree in the Garden of Eden that Adam and Eve partook of that caused uh, Eve and Adam to recognize they were naked? Why Why was Eve punished in seed receiving? And why was, uh, why was Adam punished in seed sowing? So many wonderful things we're going to go into. So, Brother Lonnie, if you would carry on with the original sin, uh, we'd appreciate it very much. Well, because Genesis is a seed uh, chapter, then it's laying a foundation for something. And, of course, we find that the Scripture calls Adam, Adam, but they call Jesus Christ the last Adam. So there has to be a parallel. So if Eve was Adam's first wife, then Christ has a wife, which is the true church, Mm because she's called the Bride of Christ. And so these two parallels then, because so what we're looking at in Genesis uh, is laying a foundation for what's happening today. And And when Adam and Eve fell, the simple part was they fell from the Word, seeking knowledge outside the Word. True. That was the fall. But the act, what, what did the fall cause, what act did it cause, that's, that's what makes it interesting because she typing, laying a shadow for the church today, then what's happening in the church. And so let's just read just a minute out of 1 Corinthians chapter 11. We referred to this in the last session. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1. Would to God you could bear with me a little in my folly, Paul says, and indeed bear with me. For I am jealous over you with godly jealousy, for I have espoused you to one husband that I may present you a chaste virgin to Christ. Now I'm going to pause on that just a moment because we're going to find out he's making a comparison between Eve and the church. We'll, that, it'll say that in just a moment. But while we're on this verse, I want to espouse you to one husband. Is it possible that Eve had more than one? Mm-hmm. And I want to give you as a chaste virgin to Christ, is it possible that Eve was not a chaste virgin when she went to Adam? But I fear lest by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve, another word for beguiled is seduced, beguiled Eve through his subtility, so your minds should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. So we can, we can be misled in our mind and repeat what uh, Paul is saying about Eve. And we can find that in many places where, for example, feeding on false doctrine is called fornication. And that's all done in the mind by receiving a wrong seed word, not necessarily the seed of a man. And so consequently, uh, everything starts natural and goes spiritual, Paul told us. Verse 4, for he that cometh preaches another, for if he that comes preaches another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if you receive another spirit, 
which you have not received, or another gospel which you have not accepted, you might bear well with him. So, so what's he saying? He's saying that if you receive another gospel, another Jesus, another spirit, we will find out what it really means. It means you're committing spiritual fornication against your husband, Jesus Christ. Where we are, our lives are to be committed to one spirit, the Holy Spirit. The church is to receive seed from one source, and that's Almighty God. And His seed is His Word. And so we watch, as we watch the parallels now in Genesis, we'll find out that when, once we corrupt the Word, hybrid the Word, receive seed other than the one to whom we are espoused, which is Jesus Christ, He's our, he's our husband of the church, then there are drastic results that follow. And Genesis starts out in natural form, showing us exactly what those are. And we close the last program, as Brother Stephen Struess sitting here with us, was uh, bringing us into Genesis chapter 3, and we were talking about the most subtle creature of all the animals. And my, one of my Bible dictionaries, when it said subtle, it says, wise to the ways of life. Mm -hmm. So when he was the most subtle, mm -hmm. that tells us one thing, he was the highest form of animal life. And so high, don't let this sound like a fairy tale, this was real. He was so high a form of life that he could actually speak with Adam and Eve. So, but yet he was an animal, the scripture lets us know. So therefore, he was uh, like a human being, but no soul. Closest thing, science calls it the missing link. They're aware that something happened to get something out of God, we don't believe in evolution, but God created in an evolutionary manner, lower forms of life, all the way up to the highest form of life, which was man. And so then in that stair-stepping, they can see it, but they say, ah, something's missing. Yep, he was cursed from this upright being that the serpent was into the form that we now know as a snake. And I hope I didn't steal any of your punchlines, Brother Stephen. Go ahead and pick up over there. So if we go back to Genesis uh, chapter 3 again, one of the concepts we're going to come across is uh, the concept of eating and, uh, and food. And uh, we know that uh, the serpent offered Eve something, and, uh, and Eve, uh, Eve took it, gave it to her husband, and he did eat with her. And uh, many times, we, we stop at this point, many people reading this, they go, oh, okay, I got it. It was some fruit that uh, came off this tree, because yeah. uh, that's what the picture is that the Bible's trying to create, is a picture of a tree that has fruit. But we think natural, automatically, and uh, we think, oh, it's food. So uh, that's what uh, we're going to read now in verse 6. But I want you to remember verse 5 before we get to verse 6. Remember in verse 4, he said, you shall not surely die. He convinces Eve that to eat of this tree is not death, but life. Now verse 5, for God does know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Up until this point, all they knew was good. Remember when God had uh, finished the creation, he saw all that he had made and it was very good. And so the only thing that was not good in <laughs> chapter 2, it says that it's not good that man should be alone. Right, and right. so God made a bride for Adam mm -hmm. called Eve. And that follows on with what uh, Brother Lonnie was just mm -hmm. mentioning, mm -hmm. is that Eve is a type of the church. Right. Let's look at it a little bit for a second. Adam was put into a deep sleep, right. and God opened up his side and took out the ingredients mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, with which Beautiful. he then made Eve. Right. 
And uh, that's what God did at Calvary. Right, he put thing. Christ to sleep, mm -hmm. the last Adam, mm -hmm. opened up his side mm -hmm. as the Roman soldier demonstrated with his spear, and the blood and the, and the water came out of mm -hmm. his side. The ingredients, water, blood, and spirit, were used to create a bride for Christ, and he would be right. flesh of Christ's flesh now and bone of Christ's flesh mm -hmm. the way that Eve was flesh of Adam's flesh and mm -hmm. bone of his bone. Right. The same ingredients. So we've made the parallel. That's important what we're reading because it's really referring to mm -hmm. us just in shadow form, mm -hmm. in picture form. Mm -hmm. So now look at what um, he says to Eve. He says, you will know good and evil and your eyes will be open. Now mm -hmm. we know that's metaphor, a metaphor mm -hmm. for understanding. I see. When you say mm -hmm. I see, mm -hmm. you mean I understand. Right. So he says to Eve, when you eat of this fruit, your mind is going to be opened. Your understanding is mm -hmm. going to be in, mm -hmm. enriched in some yep. way. Yep. And you're going to understand sin. Mm. You're going to be aware of sin. Now I put it to you. If this was natural food, it wouldn't uh, be apparent to us what kind of natural food would open our minds and would make us aware of sin. Right. In fact, uh, nowhere do we uh, see that except in doctrine. Mm -hmm. If we go into the New Testament, mm -hmm. Paul compares meat or food with doctrine. Right. And he says we should be on strong meat, not on the milk of the word. Mm -hmm. Jesus said uh, that we should hunger and thirst mm -hmm. after righteousness. Yeah. Um, Jesus said that he was the, the fountain of living yeah, water. The bread of so life. Th the bread of life. Mm -hmm. So these concepts of food being information mm -hmm. or interpretation mm -hmm. of doctrine mm -hmm. um, is uh, all throughout the scripture, yeah. all throughout the New Testament. And uh, so when we're in Genesis, we have to bear that in mind. This is in the encapsulated form. It's not going to be spelt out here, but we have to remember all the other things that we know about scripture. We can't just read this in isolation. But in any case, in the text, he says, when you eat this food, your eyes will be open and you'll know good and evil. So there's something about this food that goes beyond natural food. And let's read now in verse 6. He's going to talk about this food. When the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat. So here's an interesting concept. Mm -hmm. The serpent tells Eve that this is going to be good for food, it's going to be pleasant to the eyes, desired to make you wise, and she took of the fruit and ate it, and then she gave it to her husband and he did eat. So the, the common ground mm -hmm. in this story is Eve. Mm -hmm. The serpent gave True. something to Eve, True. and Adam took something from Eve. Eve is the common ground. So whatever our understanding of this fruit is, it has to center around Eve. Hmm. That's a question that seldom gets gets asked or, or looked at in this passage is what what was it about Eve that so, likened her yeah. to a tree that could produce fruit? So Adam did not partake or take that fruit from the serpent directly. In mm -hmm. fact, he couldn't, could he? No. He took it from Eve. So why couldn't he take it from the serpent directly? Mm -hmm. That would be a question. Why didn't the serpent try and tempt Adam? with yeah. the same information. Let me read you a scripture, and I think that helps us. Such is the way of an adulterous woman. She eateth, wipeth her mouth, and saith, I've done no wickedness. So we see that fruit eating is equated with 
adultery. And of course, Adam could not commit adultery with the serpent. And so what we have here is, is that we have Eve partaking of sin and then saying, honey, this is great fruit. And then Adam partaking with Eve in that sin. I'd like yeah. to add something too. Pardon me Go for ahead. interrupting your thought here, but mm -hmm. the, the scripture, you know, in, in uh, Genesis chapter five says that he called their name Adam. Mm -hmm. So, so both Adam and Eve were called Adam. Right. They both carried the same name. Exactly. But after Eve had conceived, mm -hmm. as she did, then it says Adam called her name Eve, which means the father, the excuse mother, me, the mother, mother of all living. How interesting. Mother of all living. So, so out of Eve, we talked about the serpent with mm -hmm. Eve mm -hmm. and Adam with Eve, mm -hmm. and then her name meaning the mother of all living. So mm -hmm. they both had a relationship there. Her name depicts something. And nowhere in scripture do we find that Adam is the mother, or excuse me, the father, I right. keep getting it messed up yeah. there, the father of all, of all, all living principle. That's right. That's right. And so consequently, we, we're already beginning to see something developed, as you said, this focusing on Eve. Eve, exactly. Yeah. So how interesting that is, is because Eve, uh, she is the mother of, in a sense, we're going to find out two seed lines. Adam obviously could not be, mm -hmm. and we're going to find out what's going on here. And even in Genesis chapter 6, we find that the sons of God looked upon the daughters of man. Mm -hmm. Two seed lines and again. Two seed lines and took unto them wives. And mm -hmm. so there was two seed lines that stayed separate for 1,500 years. So again, uh, we're, the, the Bible is pointing us in a direction, isn't it, Brother Stephen? It, it certainly is. And the, the place that we, we, we sometimes struggle in reading Genesis is we, we get stuck on the concept of fruit. Right. But once we get beyond that natural tree concept, once we get beyond the concept of a natural fruit, right. which we seem to have done here because we agree no fruit could, uh, could serve this purpose. Right. And uh, certainly if the serpent wanted to give Adam fruit, he could have. Yeah. Why didn't he? Exactly. Well, it, had to, it was something that had to go through Eve. Mm -hmm. And there's something that uh, we can look at for a, a minute, and that is that um, this desire to, to make, excuse me, he says, pleasant to the eyes. Right. The natural food uh, attracts us because sure. it's natural fruit. It's made in such a way that it's, it's attractive. Now, yep. when we get the fruit, we always get the seed with the there fruit. You if go. you pick a peach, or, or an apricot yep. Yep. or an orange, you get the fruit, but then yep. you also get the seed that's in that there fruit. And that's exactly the same thing in, the, in this context is that there was a seed mm. behind what the serpent was telling Eve mm -hmm. and that's what caused the, 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 the problem back here in the beginning. What was the uh, symptom of the sin? There Once they committed there the sin, what was the first mm. symptom? Verse 7. And the eyes of them both were open, so the serpent was accurate. He said you would have a broader understanding of something. Right. You would know more about it than you knew before. Your eyes would be open, and they knew that they were naked. Mm -hmm. Nothing to do now with the digestive system, nothing to do with chewing and, and eating and, and digestion, mm -hmm. but uh, now it's to do with 
nakedness. Mm -hmm. And of course, when it says, it carries on, it says, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. Mm -hmm. uh, the, uh, the, the meaning of this word apron, as it is in the English, is a loin covering. Mm -hmm. And one translation actually says uh, that they, they sewed the fig leaves together and they wrapped them around their hips. Mm -hmm. And so we've no question what's being referred to in this passage. Right. And the, 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 the path that we're being led down in right. this narrative mm -hmm. is that we started with food and we're ending with sex. Right. Because now he's exactly. talking about the, 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 the private parts of Adam and, the and Eve, the, right. the body. Why this connection? Mm -hmm. And you say, well, it was just their consciousness of sin. Uh, once they became conscious of sin, because of the disobedience, uh, they became aware of their nakedness. Mm -hmm. Well, it actually goes a little bit deeper than that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. God comes walking in the cool of the evening to talk to Adam as, as he used to do. Adam and Eve are hiding away. Right. And here comes uh, God uh, looking for Adam. And uh, thank God that he always comes looking mm. for us. Amen. It doesn't matter what yeah. our situation, we're yeah. hiding, but God comes looking for us. And mm. he might be looking for you right now. That's, right. That's a, uh, a principle of Scripture. Amen. God is looking for us. So he comes and he says to Adam, why are you hiding? And Adam says, I was afraid and I was naked. And now in verse 11, God says to Adam, who told you you were naked? In other words, it required somebody to instruct them mm -hmm. in this um, process mm -hmm. that would lead them to know that they were naked mm -hmm. and to take uh, the action of covering themselves. Right. So God draws a direct parallel between whatever it was that the serpent told mm -hmm. Eve mm -hmm. and uh, what Adam did with Eve mm -hmm. to nakedness. And then the Lord says, did you eat of that tree? which I commanded you that you should not eat of. Mm -hmm. So now the Lord's saying that tree of knowledge of good and evil is a, a, the, is a, a plan mm -hmm. uh, to produce something. Mm -hmm. That's what fruit is. Fruit is the produce of the tree. To produce something that I never intended you to True. produce. And once he does that and we see the link to nakedness, we know that there is much more mm -hmm. to uh, this story about food and eating than originally meets the eye. If, if Adam uh, had <clears throat> sinned in eating fruit, uh, as you said in a previous service in our church, then they would have put the apron over the mouth mm -hmm. <laughs> and not over the private parts. Right. It was not what they partook of with their teeth. Right. Was it? It was a bodily sin, wasn't it? And yet that same sin, uh, eating is uh, tastes good and then it, the, the, the food goes down into the stomach. There you go. This is the same process that mm -hmm. takes place in, in human reproduction. It, uh, the, right. the, the act is pleasant and then it ends, the, ends up in the, in, in, the in the stomach. So that's the why the, 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 this fruit analogy or metaphor mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is very, very appropriate. Yeah. It's just we shouldn't get stuck with the metaphor. We should take it to what it's really talking about. Yep. And when Jesus comes and he says to the, the, the Pharisees, you're of your father, the devil. Yeah. They didn't ask him what he meant. No, nope. they didn't say, "Oh, but it was an apple." No, they said, "We'd be not a fornication." Fornication, right. and right. so they understood precisely, precisely what Jesus was referring to from the same book of Genesis that we're reading now. Mm -hmm. I also find it interesting that man's natural instinct after the fall was to try to cover their own sin, and in reality, none of us can cover our own sin. Only the blood of Jesus Christ Amen. can cover sin, and that shadow was brought forth in Genesis also because God came down in a body form, slew an animal, and covered their children with coats of skin. Amen. They tried fruit, as did Cain. But God said, no, that's not going to cover sin. Not some fruit offering, not some offering you can offer on an altar, not some works of your hand. 
It has to be the, the shed blood of an innocent one. So God uses the spilling of blood to counteract the pollution of blood, sex, between an unlawful partner. The, sh the shedding of blood had to be brought forth. The G Mary had to be virgin born because the first act was something not virgin whatsoever when Adam came to Eve. And so the counteraction of that sin in the garden that Mary had to receive a germinated blood cell. So the types and shadows, Brother Lonnie, are fantastic. Yeah, you said Mary had to be virgin born. I think you meant Mary had to ha give, give a virgin birth. Right, exactly. Yeah, That's, what I, meant. Yeah, That's yeah, what I meant. Yeah, I knew that, but <laughs> yeah. I wanted to make sure because yeah, we have go. some other churches that teach yeah, in right. another direction. Yeah, I didn't yeah, there you go. <coughs> I had a series of questions bent down here, which, which are, he's touched on some already, but I'd like to just to repeat for our, for our audience so, so that they can, they can catch it. Now, now, Adam and Eve fell from the word, but of course our subject is, is what did that fall manifest? Then he talked about eating, eating the vessel and getting, getting the seed mm -hmm. principle. And the, the same principle is true within a church. The, the same thing that happened with Eve here. Now listen close. When Eve opened her thinking mm -hmm. to receive the serpent's doctrine, she received the spirit of the doctrine. Hmm. Now she's listening through a spirit, another spirit's ears Amen. and hearing what the serpent is saying. And it sounds absolutely logical because she's not listening in her own nature anymore. She opened herself up to another spirit. And then, and then that's why the scripture said she was deceived in the transaction mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. she thought she was doing right. And church after church has opened themselves to some false doctrine. With the false doctrine comes a false spirit. Jesus said the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and life, eternal life. If Satan were to talk to you, he'd say the words I speak to you, they are spirit and death. But let me just read a few of these here. I've got some, it's a repeat and I know. Okay, if Eve ate an apple, as most groups teach, would an apple make a person realize they're naked? No, but there's one other act that would make them be aware of that. Mm -hmm. If the punishment fits the crime, why was Eve punished, punishment to be pain in childbearing? Mm -hmm. Does it, does the two fit eating an apple and pain in childbearing? No, not, not apples and childbearing, but there is another act that if done wrong would surely fit. And how is it that God chose circumcision as his mark of an elect people? Does circumcision have anything to do with eating? Mm -hmm. No, but it certainly marks a befitting uh, problem. Mm -hmm. And Jesus came as the cure, the antidote for sin. Then why didn't he bring another fruit? But instead he came as a virgin birth, mm -hmm. balancing the scales for what happened in Eden because, uh, like Jeff said, there has to be a restoration of a pure bloodline. And so all of these we see tied together for one thing, and that's a sex act. And that, and that all these said, the, the question, why blood? That's a, that answered because the bloodline was polluted in Eden. And so all of these things tie together, relate together to the original sin, which we're still got much more to go. Now, who wants to pick it up from here? Well, Brother Stephen, I was curious if you could elaborate on what Brother Lonnie said on, on, on chapter 3, verse 16, under the woman, and uh, where it says that uh, he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. And 
I think that's just excellent. I think it's important that uh, if we go back to verse 14. Okay. The Lord God said to the serpent, because you've done this, you're cursed above all cattle, above every beast of the field, and on mm. your belly you'll go and dust you'll eat all the days of your life. Snakes don't eat dust. Mm -hmm. We know that his legs came off and we know that he went on his belly, mm -hmm. but snakes don't eat dust. Um, this is going back to the spiritual concept that mm -hmm. Brother Lonnie mentioned, is mm -hmm. that once Eve started thinking through the spiritual filter of the serpent, uh, she, she was deceived. Mm -hmm. The church today mm -hmm. is still serpent food. Mm -hmm. the, the, we are made from the dust of the ground. Satan wants to bring us down. Mm -hmm. He wants to devour us mm -hmm. with his false doctrine. Mm -hmm. And that's what uh, the Lord said to the serpent, you will eat dust. The, but that is going to that is what your mission is going to be. Mm -hmm. You're to be the adversary. You're to be the one that tries to. And of course, he's addressing Satan that mm -hmm. was behind the serpent mm -hmm. when he says this. But now in verse 15, he goes on. Now he's saying, you're going to be the adversary. You're going to bring false doctrine. You're going to try and bring the people down. Mm -hmm. But here's my antidote. And look at what Hallelujah. God goes to as the antidote. Amen. He says, and I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. Two so seeds. God two immediately seed. shows that there were two seeds and he will bruise your head, you will bruise his heel, but eventually he will win. And what do we know was the fulfillment of that? Beautiful. It was the Virgin Mary that Beautiful. you spoke about, that she had to be a virgin in order to produce the Christ child. Mm -hmm. And in through doing that, mm -hmm. he would break the pattern that mm. had been set from mm -hmm. the garden when the serpent uh, beguiled or seduced Eve and took away her virginity, making it impossible mm -hmm. for her to be the, the mother of the, uh, the virgin-born uh, Christ. <laughs> Amen. And that's why uh, we know that there's a... Um, and I wanted to emphasize where it says between right. thy seed and her seed. So there's two seeds. There's a serpent seed mm -hmm. and the woman's seed. And folks, we're going to continue on with this subject. And I, the camera happens to be on me, so I'm going to go ahead and close out here. God bless you. We'll be with you next time and continue this subject. Stay with us. Well, friends, we uh, stumbled over some of our words in this uh, session. I want to make sure we understand. Mary received a germinated blood cell as the Holy Spirit overshadowed her. She was not virgin born. But to bring forth the virgin born tabernacle into which God stepped at the River Jordan when John baptized him, that was her purpose. Then the virgin birth was necessary to produce, the Bible says, the blood of God, Paul calls it, to redeem mankind because of the original sin which had been polluted and the bloodline when Satan injected into the human race animalistic sex drive and his nature into the human race. And again, I say to hear the story in full, go to our website or fax us or write us for either this uh, series of four sessions or the original sin as Stephen Strew preached it. Friends, today's program is one of a four-part series entitled The Fall in Eden. All four are available on a single DVD. In addition to this series, Minister and Professor Stephen Strew examines this topic in greater depth on a DVD entitled The Original Sin. Your host, Brother Lonnie Jenkins, has also written a booklet called The Original Sin, which is available free of charge. To obtain these DVDs or the free booklet, write to us at Global Answers at 1695 Stewart Road in Lima, Ohio. Zip code here is 45801 here in the USA. 
or visit us on the web at globalanswers.us. While there, look for a downloadable pamphlet entitled Serpent Seed with more information on today's subject. Thank you for 